Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hey, Blog Talk listeners. Tom Hayes here in Boston, Massachusetts. Where is time going? And we should have another It was so 
beautiful one guy. That's it. You come with his wow. manager, get on stage, use a chair, and thousands wow. of people would then we put Cool in the Gang one night, and uh, uh, the, the owner says, uh, uh, how many rooms do they need, Rudy? <laughs> Just 19. 19. <laughs> <laughs> he says, there's only six. He says, where does it say 19? I says, they're on the <laughs> Oh, my God. He went crazy, 19 rooms. Wow. So then I wow. realized that if anything fails, i got to go in the comedy business. <laughs> well, I can personally say it had a quite a run here in Boston, that's for sure. Well, then I figured that, well, comedy is still going. There's so many comedy clubs around here, it's unbelievable. Everybody's got that's a true. lot from you know, because That's it's true. easy to handle. You, you don't have a headache on your hand. That's true. I just I just found an old tape. I was going through some of my stuff at the Sahara, and I came upon this uh, uh, Cole Porter, No Regrets, a one-man show. But it's uh, the D, uh, DHV or DVH, one of those. I got to change right, it right. over to a C and and take a look at it and see uh, see if we can uh, uh, bring it back to life or something. Because Cole Porter yep. was always a favorite. And, you know, it might be good for the loungers, you know, for the senior citizens that are still in Las Vegas. That come exactly. To visit Vegas, you know. Because sure. everything is canned music here, all the, the electronic there. That can't disco music, you know. It's amazing. They're yep. making billions of dollars, these this, these disc jockeys. You're right. Imagine a disc jockey making about $20 million a year, top pay, a disc jockey. <laughs> Go and figure that yeah. one. I know it. It doesn't, nothing makes sense anymore. It well, make listen. Sense. Spin, spinning records and you get $20 million. Imagine uh Davis and all those guys with all that talent, dancing and singing and acting. It's really, it's unbelievable. But yes, it is. Well, um, well, we have to welcome Mr. Billy Porter. Hey, if, uh, Mr. Billy Porter, the Hollywood legend. What's up, Billy? What's up, guys? Yeah, the Hollywood. Yeah, let's Monarchy. let's give Billy a big. There we go. Yeah, yeah, Billy Porter, BP in the house. Keep it there. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are a All for you, Billy. All for you. Everybody, bow. Everybody, bow now. Bow now. He's the most Boston. Yeah, he went on here today. And... Lloyd Parks. Yeah, Lloyd Parks. 
called Baby Lloyd. Really? Well, George yeah. and I were, were fortunate to get him on video when we were down at Foxwoods. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, You did get him on video. Okay, yep. that's amazing. But we'd love amazing. to have him call in. Yeah, you, you got to have him call you had uh, Baby Lloyd's group there. Well, he was there as Harold Melvin, and yeah, we ha- we got him. We got him about five ten minutes of him talking about the shack. No wow. kidding. Mhm. Yeah. Baby Lloyd. Yeah, was I just a good spoke. Kid. Yeah, I spoke to George uh, just before the show here today, and he um, says he should have a sizzle reel for a something in the next couple of weeks and uh Rudy you're going to be blown away by the footage we have you're going to, you will not believe the beautiful words everyone has to say about not only the shack but about you so get ready get ready well let's get ready. ready yes i'm ready, ready. <laughs> yes i'm ready now rudy I'm Rudy, who are we going to start to kick ass with the music? We're going to do some music here. Uh, Billy Porter and I sat down in a little cafe in Dorchester. The Sugar Bowl. The Sugar Bowl. The Sugar Bowl. That's look. I didn't even think of the connection there, right? The Sugar Bowl. I did. You're right. I didn't think about it until like yesterday. I went, what the fuck? Excuse my language, but I was like, oh my Jesus. Sugar Shack, sugar, we're all, you know, come on now. <laughs> so we're sitting in, not the Sugar Shack, but the Sugar Bowl. The Sugar Bowl. And we went over, we plotted out the play. And it's a fascinating, because of all of the great information you gave us last week, we had so much to work with. You there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we had <laughs> Billy. It was a great session, yeah. wasn't it? Oh, really? Though it was, um, it brought us on a level. I was sort of stuck, you know, like months stuck at a wall. I'm like, man, we, you know, and every week we learn more and more about Rudy Garino, the Sugar Shack. Of course, I do. And to collaborate with a team just brings it on another level. So me and Tom went to this place. Tom, let's go to this little cafe. It's called the Sugar Bowl. I'm like, oh, Sugar Bowl. It didn't even dawn on me until like two days ago. I was like, wow, Sugar Bowl, Sugar Shack. But anyway, make a long story short, we sat down, and I brought what I had, and he brought us two cards and we just, for like three hours. And we brainstormed and brought it to such another level, and it's like the, the best is yet to come. That's all I can say right now. But uh, it, like I said, it, it, uh, it makes a difference when we learn more and more every week about the story of Rudy Garino and the Sugar Shack. So, um, I'm looking forward to it, yeah. And, uh, Rudy, we can see for the first time since I've, in 40 years that I've been talking about a possible movie about the Sugar Shack, we could see it come to life last Friday. Unbelievable. Right, Billy? Yep. Yeah, it was definitely. Yeah, and, definitely and, it starts, yeah. and it starts with the young Rudy Garino, and it goes right up until. You know, you find Jerry Vale, and you go to Vegas, and we go to Florida. No and... spoilers! No spoilers! No spoilers! <laughs> Send him a copy. Send Rudy a copy. Send him a copy. No spoilers. <laughs> 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 well, 
going to be like Tarantino and make sure nobody right. knows about the the hateful eight the or hate, whatever it's hateful, called. No, the hateful four. <laughs> the hateful four. <laughs> the furious four. We'll call us the furious four. Me, well, you, Rudy, and George, the furious four. Here we go. Yeah. Well, listen, I know Rudy gets a little nervous if we don't give him some music. So this is his latest find. I'm going to play it, then he can tell us how he found this song. Here we go. Shook, 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 sugar shack.
friends. <laughs> I just found out how to upload that applause into the uh, my mix here, so <laughs> we can make it sound like the Sugar Shack days. <laughs> we'll give you a little more here. Here we go. <laughs> We're getting better every week, Rudy. Yeah, that's pretty good. In fact, in fact, it sounds like the crowd gave them a standing ovation. Of course. And boys, we got a lot of those at the Sugar Shack those days. Imagine. Oh man, I wish I was around those days. Oh, Billy, you have no idea what you missed. I have no idea to sit in that room and watch the magic happen, like Delphonics and everybody go into a dream state. You know, it was uh, was magical. I wish I could have seen it. I can only only dream it and, like, visualize it through the stories you guys tell me. Well, we're going to recreate it with that play, and we're going to recreate it in that movie. We're going to – Rudy, for the first time, I could understand – how we're going to do this. So this uh, this is going to be a movie, and it's going to be as exciting and funny. I mean, so many funny things we added last week, right, Billy? Oh, it, uh, the, yeah, it was um, amazing. It was amazing. Like I said, we sat down three hours and went over stuff that we learned every week by talking to each other and sharing each other's, uh, you know, experiences and, and, and with the Sugar Shack and Rudy, of course, he just... One week he's like, "Let's loose, boom!" And woohoo, he's on a ride. Yeah, well, we got uh, twenty-four listens on that last week, Rudy. Amazing. You got what? Twenty-four people listened to the show last week. Wow. We need need twenty-four thousand. Twenty-four thousand. Oh, you know, it's gonna. These days, it's gonna jump. It is. These days. It's gonna jump because one person tells another, and another tells another. Well, yesterday I got an email from uh, one of my black buddies who I grew up with in Roxbury. We dated the same girl. We were 16, um, and I think even a little younger, and uh, didn't meet until we were in our 50s. Forty years later, we met wow. and discovered that we had dated the same gal, and he we you know revealed that he was at the sugar shack with me, and he listen to the show with you and with Skippy White. And uh, he, uh, I'm trying to look for his exact quote, but basically he said that that show was one of the greatest documentaries of soul music in Boston. Wow. Yeah. And he's... Skippy White and Rudy Carino. Imagine that. Skippy White and Rudy Carino in the same show. That is Boston legendary. That is. Yeah. Uh, he said, oh, this is his quote, Tom, this is a nicely documented show, exclamation point. The future documentary will be greatly received throughout Boston. These two men have made a difference. Ralph. Wow. Wow. And um, That's really cool. Yeah, so that's, that. you know, this is, uh, this is something that we... Uh, leaving as a big legacy, Rudy. It's this is very pivotal. So the more you talk, <laughs> the more you don't take the fifth. <laughs> Dr. I refuse.
to answer <laughs> on the grounds that it could incriminate me. So, <laughs> the, the more you let it fly, Rudy, I'm serious. We we have now, from the profile you gave us last week, we have a, a picture of Rudy Garino, you know, as a youngster in the North End with all the excitement and, and you know, the the hay market and the and picking up the uh, the 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 empty carts and and selling the right. cartons and selling those and the pool table and ping pinball I mean. with uh, <laughs> losing at pinball <laughs> to uh, <coughs> to uh, you know what's his name's mother uh, you know th- these are great scenes these are going to make Rudy did you ever see the movie A Bronx Tale the Bronx Tale? Yep. Yeah, with uh, Chaz Palminteri. Yeah, Chaz. Uh, yeah. It was, uh, yeah, Chaz Palminteri. And um, you've seen it, yeah, right, Billy? Yeah, yeah of course. Oh, my God. Uh, the wise guy there, the good fella. Yeah. Good fella. Uh, the wise guy. Robert De Niro. Yeah, the, yeah De Niro. Up right, up. the kid. Yeah, right. So you've seen it. Yeah, I saw it, and I remember it uh, vaguely. I remember. I mean, some of the scenes in there could have been uh, the North End for sure. Oh, oh yeah. no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> Especially the open markets, like like uh, Haymarket. You know, everybody buying fish and fruit and vegetables and meat out in the open, and all the guys playing cards. Yeah, well, it's the same thing, you know, the same same situation, New York, New Jersey. Yeah. Uh, they all had their little sections, you know, where, you know, the guy once says the game is the same, the only thing that changes are the players. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, what I think I found with Boston, because when I got into my professional career, and I worked with a lot of those guys that grew up in the Bronx or Brooklyn. <clears throat> I thought those guys were going to be tough. <laughs> <laughs> but they were nowhere near as tough as the Boston boys. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, this, there was something about Boston that, uh, I don't know, gave us kind of a hard edge. An, an edge, uh, yeah. We have definitely an edge. You know that, you know, that. We drop our eyes and punch you in the mouth. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Rudy, the, right, the uh, punch you with the left. You know, I got to tell I you did. a story because I, uh, as you know, I have this thing with the uh, Boston Bean. I own the rights to uh, that as a mascot and as a toy line and as a storyline. And uh, so we actually made a mascot. And we brought it down to Menino, and Menino put us in all of the major parades in Boston. And uh-huh. we got into the uh, Columbus Day Parade in the North End. Right. So I got my, my little nephew. He was about 13 or 14 at the time. And I got him to wear the suit for me. And I'm, I'm driving through the parade in a van that's all decorated like this like this bean, and with all the pictures, et cetera, Boston, et cetera. And he's skipping and dancing through the North End. Well, 
the parade stopped at one point in right in front of one of the clubs. I think it was it wasn't Prince Street, but it was one of the streets parallel to Prince. So there's six or seven definitely wise guys, <laughs> good fellas, in front of the club, and they're all in velour sweatsuits with gold chains that you could have that the Hubble spacecraft could have picked up, telescope could have picked up from Mars. They were shining so bright. So they're smoking cigars, and they pull him over. They they wave to him to come over so they can take pictures. So and this was even before the uh, they weren't even using cell phones. It was before cell phones. So they're taking pictures of him, and uh, they finally let him go. And he gets in, and he's a quiet kid. He doesn't say anything. And we're <laughs> we're driving back to Medfield. Massachusetts, and he's, it's hard to get a word out of him. And all of a sudden, he he breaks out into laughter. And I said to him, I look, I says, what are you laughing about? He says, well, you know those guys that pulled me over and they all took my picture? He says, yeah, well, one of the guys looked at me and said, <clears throat> now here he is in this big bean suit. And the guy with the big cigar and the big pink, almost pink sweatsuit says to him, hey, not for nothing, kid. But what kind of a fucking bet did you have to fucking lose that you had to wear that fucking outfit? Hold on a minute. 
I know, Hilda. We can break this guy. <laughs> you know me. I, I, I'm over here sitting at the edge of my seat. You kidding me? Come on, kid. Well, speak up. I'm trying to figure I'm trying to figure how to come in. You know something? Uh, I'll tell you next week. <laughs> I'll tell you next week. Because I'll, I'll write it all off. That's all right. Without mentioning names or something, you know. Okay, okay. Well, we're going to hold you to your promise. Hey, let's play a little uh, bit from Argentina here. Hey, Dora, we are Ivan, Dios, Matias, of Willetano, from Argentina. Argentina, Buenos Aires, where it's nice and warm today, and not like Boston. I know, it's fucking 25 degrees here, freezing my balls off, kid. Yeah, it's probably about 90 down in Buenos Aires. But yeah, those kids gave us that from from Argentina. You know, last week, uh, after the show, we found a great little... uh, My buddy, Paul Elwell, sent me a, a posting from... Not dirty old Boston, but the other one, old school Boston, that has some great photos of the combat zone. And somebody showed, put up the picture of James Brown at the Sugar Shack. And a lot of people commented on it. And one of them, um, actually, let me see if I can find it on my desktop here. Uh, one of them has promised to call us someday. He got all excited, and he talked about his his time at the uh, at the Sugar Shack. And when I kind of confronted him about calling, he said that he had uh, been there, but <laughs> he was underage, which a lot of people. <laughs> cool. Cool. Oh, here we cool. go. Yeah, he. Uh... He uh, he said he got. I guess his uh, either his father or his mother took him there. Now he may have gone to the legitimate Sunday shows, but uh, he was all excited about the idea of. Yeah, here it is. His name is Gary Washington, and um, I'm hoping that he will uh, will call in. Uh, looks like he's actually got his own band right now. Um, I'm going to see if I can find him on on Facebook, but. He uh, promised to call, and he was all excited. You know, he he said he went to three or four shows there. You know, and these people, are, when when anybody posts anything up here in Boston about the Sugar Shack, it gets so much attention from all right, of it does, yeah. it, it, well, Rudy, you, you, go ahead. That's why I try to tell you, you know, not to interrupt you, but uh, the Never. fans were there have a more interesting story of the excitement that was there and the entertainers. You know, the entertainers yep. will you know, they they were treated right and everything else and all that. But they ain't gonna yeah. tell you how excited you know, uh, the stories of the fans I think were always more excited, you know? Yeah. Oh absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, you know can I, I give it to can I, I can I four five I had a lady that called me. Are you really, really Garino? She said, oh, my God. She says, it's so nice to meet you. And she was wow. almost crying. And she said, what a wonderful time I had at the Sugar Shack. The memory, 
I says, well, I want to yeah. thank you. Says, oh, wait a minute. Don't thank me. I got to thank you. <laughs> she says. Oh, that's so excited. cool. Just call in and tell us in the story. Tell her, tell her on the podcast. She hasn't called yet, but I'm hoping uh-huh. she does. Yeah, we got a lot of yeah, so this guy is Gary Washington, and he wrote, I would love to do that. I'd love to call. I believe I was there four times. I was underage, however. I was with my mother and adult band leaders. So uh, so he's uh, going to call in. And, you know, oh, somebody put in a story. I, I reached out to another person that uh, they were there the night that Wayne Cochran was there, and he said Wayne jumped up on the bar and danced, and that the – his, in his opinion, and I've never heard this from you or Jerry or anybody, that the bartenders beat him up because he ruined the bar. And that's not true. Ah, oh, that's not. Are you kidding me? They beat me oh, up. Huh? I'm not <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty, you know, when you think about it, it would have been tough to beat up Wayne Cochran when he's got 22 band members. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that would have been a gang war. That's a ridiculous story. In fact, I told you before they were they stopped me from me stopping him. <laughs> right, exactly. He was all over the place. He was on the bars, he was everywhere. He ran them yeah. all. That's amazing. That, he right got you know, he made a legend. But uh, he was wrong about uh, somebody beating him up. He's crazy. Yeah, yeah. The uh, I'm going to try to f- find that post here. Now I was on a on a page called Old School Boston, which is a great place. We're going to again, Rudy. When this documentary comes out, there's so much great footage around town uh, about. You know, the shack. In fact, I'm coming up to this thing right about here. We should find it. It's got all kinds of uh, great shots of the uh, combat zone uh, during those times. How about the book, The Dirty Old Boston? I gave him some of my photos. uh, Yeah, yeah. Put it in the book. Yeah, and, um, you know, I mean, there's so much crazy history here. And to see on all of these pages... Up comes the sugar shack, without a without a doubt. It's always there. Right, right. Yep. And you know something? There was one other thing. I, I, I was on this page called Tremont and Stewart, and they were posting something about the cave and Steuben restaurant and the Vienna Room back in like 65, from the 50s to like 65. And I tell you, yep. it's a page called Tremont and Stewart on Facebook, and they were posting really a, a lot of cool stuff about the Steuben restaurant, the Vienna Room, the cave. And I, I questioned them about, is there anything on the Sugar Shack? Uh, one year later, like, does anybody have a picture of the front of that place? And I didn't get a respond yet, but um, we might want to go there and check it out. It's called um, Tremont and Stewart. And they have a lot of cool pictures of the theater district of Boston, the combat zone, and all that whole time era from the 50s to like the 70s. But they don't have nothing on the sugar shack, I believe. Right. Well, this is the post. Uh, Old School Boston added a new photo to the album, Old School Boston, on January 6th of this year. And James Brown, the godfather of soul, played to a sold-out crowd at the sugar shack on Tremont Street. Well, see, they had that wrong. 
The Sugar Shack, which closed in May 1978, built top artists such as Stevie Wonder, Gladys Knight and the Pips, Al Green, Lou Rawls, and many more. January 17, 1971, courtesy uh, Globe Photo. Is that when you had Brown James Brown there? 71? Uh, I, I, I don't have to My son took my book, so I can't look through the dates. Oh, that's right. We can look. Yeah, we've got the book. Right. We've got the book. Um, anyway, there were 241 likes on this post. And this guy, Gary Washington, wrote, I saw a new birth, Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes, when Teddy Pendergast is with them, and the ambition. Wow. Wow. And um, I'm going to find twenty more, 29 more comments. Here we go. One guy, John Dooley, wrote, Bless the Shack, in big, bold yes. letters. Uh, yes. Who knew there was a sugar <laughs> shack? Okay. Let me see. Bless Wayne Cochran. This is the this guy got it wrong. Albert David, he wrote... Wayne Cochran, known as the White James Brown, was the first act booked there, and the bouncers kicked the crap out of him for dancing on the brand-new <laughs> mahogany bar and gouging it with the Tapsy War. <laughs> well, I oh, set no, him I straight. I said, about that didn't happen. Oh, here we go. Oh, Paul Vig- yeah, Paul Vignoli, Jr. The Sugar Shack was originally, was originally Steuben's which had three or four rooms slash bars. My friends and I would go to the Sugar Shack's back room, which was a dive bar, complete with the sawdust on the floor. The back room was originally Steuben's kitchen. He said, wow. uh, with the entrance in the alley, there was at least one more bar next door. Lots of good times were had in this space over the years, and the Emerson College Bookstore now occupies the site. i got to cool. get a hold of that guy. So um, cool. Wow. Francis so David, cool. the sugar shack was in the alley between Boylston and Tremont. Okay. Uh, Pat Shield saw Gladys Knight, Wilson Pickett, many more there. Great times, great memories. Uh, let's see. Carol Marsh walked by it many times, but not old enough. When I could go in, it was closed. Bummer. <laughs> <laughs> Dan Carey, Jim Davis, no doubt you were in the show that night. Uh, let's see what else. It Kath Kahuna, Johnny Notez. I remember playing the Sugar Shack in Paul's Mall. So we got a uh, we got a musician. We got a contact here. Wow. Yeah, yeah, we jo- yeah Johnny Notes Kahuna. That's great. I got to add him as a friend. This is a great one. Um, Karen Hunt Torrance, uh, I remember C and him in a halter jumpsuit. Oh, okay. She wrote C and <laughs> I remember seeing him in a halter jumpsuit doing super bad. One of the best concerts ever. Love me some, JB. Jeff Harp and the other bar out back. Huggers, he said. That's not right, is it, Rudy? Uh, I don't. Okay. okay. Jane Donnell, I remember the shack. Agnes Noble, great place, love ya. Karen Williams, the good old shack, had good times there. Boy, we got a bunch of names here to go to work on. Bernice Twin to Ida, I love the shack. Went there while we were in college. Sunny Ash, absolutely missed the shack. I was at this performance. Oh, my God, look what we got here. Jimmy Corbett, this was an awesome show, and there he was, so cool. Tara Mendez, my mom tells the greatest sugar sack stories from her clubbing days. 
Virginia wow. Beale. I saw Earth. No. You didn't have Earth, Wind, and Fire there. I had my first underage drink there. Shh. (laughs) Ian D. Lopez. I drove by this when I went home for Christmas. Didn't know about the history. Diana Benson. I saw that show and many others. Wow, we got a fantastic thing here. Mariana Jones. This was one of my favorite spots. Cheryl Lane. Rudy Garino. Sugar Shack. The owner. Eric Burke, my mom's used to take me there. Rita Schuler, miss going there. Paul Kelly, GFOS. What's that mean? GFOS. Um, anyway. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so there Go it is, Rudy. Yourself. That's just one post. One Did post. You like GFOS. Yeah. What'd you, what'd you say, Tom? I said that's just one post by somebody on another page, and you see the reaction of people. Amazing. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you, the, the reaction of people is un- uh, unbelievable. All the fun they had. A couple, of year, a couple of weeks or a month ago, he says he's been all over the country, and uh, he went to Studio 54. He says, nothing like the Sugar Shack. You know, I know. That guy, was a couple right. of... Uh, Three weeks ago, I think. Yep, yep, exactly. Uh, yeah, the, um, Junior, that was uh, Billy's buddy. Yeah. Well, yeah, Johnny yeah. Junior. Yeah, Johnny Junior. Yep, yep. Yeah. All right, let's do yeah. let's do a little. Uh, I, yeah, I, I, I like little this bit. song because Rudy likes this song, but it gives you an idea of all the great acts that ran through the place. Here we go.
but you said but you said all these stars uh, with the shack. I like the song. I was gonna call it, but you you put it on too fast. I was gonna say, but you that's uh, sweet soul music. Yeah, you he, got it. The guy that tore the place apart. Everybody went wild after the song. The music was blasting and everything. Too bad he had to go to goddamn Canada. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know, it was interesting that Skippy told us that story on how uh, Otis Redding created him. Yeah. Yeah, he said that uh, he come out of the Otis Redding uh, band, uh, the group. You know, that story of Otis Redding being a multi-multi-millionaire by the age of like 23, 24, was just amazing, right. you know, and the I fact that I like the Otis Redden on some of the songs. He said, "Come on, give me a little church music. Come on, yeah." And the band would <laughs> wow, <laughs> yeah, that sweet soul music is he probably wrote. It. I think he wrote it. You said, Otis yeah, Redden. exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, he did the trumpets yep. and uh, the horn section in the back. That's the church music. Yep. Hey, I'll call you. I'm doing a show. I'll call you back. And yeah, that's exactly. And uh, you know, I want to play. Uh, speaking of Otis, I know he didn't. He almost got there, but the poor guy crashed. That I mean, just what a loss! What an amazing loss! But uh, let's play a little Otis. I mean, I mean, it's just such a force. This guy. This is uh, change is gonna come. Well, you know the. Uh, I gotta say this before the music gets going. Boy, hasn't the sound quality really improved, guys? Unbelievable. I'm sitting back here like, are you kidding me? Remember <laughs> when we first started, Rudy, how much trouble we had with the music? Oh, yes, yes. You know, I forgot all about it. <laughs> the music is like being we... a bitch, you know. It's got so much better. It's unbelievable. It's a pleasure I... listening to this. Yeah, we, like uh, we finally music. clicked. It finally all came together. So... Uh, this you is Otis Redding, and a change is gonna come. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is the soul man of soul men. Oh, yes, it is. Oh, man. 
about getting a call one night from some friends, and they wanted to pick you up. And you said, no, I'll meet you there. Are you in the mood to tell that story? Yeah. All right. Well, I was in Florida. I was in Florida running the club there, and uh, this good fellow from New York and uh, the manager of the Blue Notes wanted to have dinner with me. They wanted to invite me to dinner. So I says, okay, where? It was at the top of the home in uh, Hollywood, Florida. Uh, it was on top of a, the Bank of America building, I think. You know, they had a rooftop restaurant. <laughs> so I says, I'll meet you there. He says, well, we can pick you up. No, I says, uh, I might have to get a call. I might have to rush back to the club. You know, you never know, you know. Thank God. We had dinner. I says goodbye, and we never saw the two gentlemen that invited me to dinner. Oh my Why? Why? What happened? They got they shot. We heard from them. I heard oh. from the wife, uh, the manager of the Blue Notes, and she, she uh, Rudy, what happened? I says, I don't know what happened. They never came back. Uh, uh, my husband Jeez. never came home. Oh shit! And that was it. That's the last I heard. Wow. So they never. Oh. I didn't even know this part. They never even found them. Wow. They never even found them. Never. Oh, oh my two, god. Two, uh, two guys missing. Wow. That's, that's what a story. Holy shit! Yeah. How huh? I miss. Wow. How I miss. Yeah. How I miss being disappeared. You wouldn't be doing this show now. <laughs> no, I know. I hear you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're right. <clears throat> wow. I know. Yeah, uh, we've got that on film, Ooh. Billy. Yeah. You know, I told yeah. the owner, you know, I'm still in touch with the owner of the restaurant, you know. And, mm. uh, in fact, he wants to help me with the story of the Sugar Shack. So i got to get some kind of a... What do you call it? Uh, prepare some kind of a story about it, you know. Uh, he wished I had a book out because he says the book tells the whole story and uh, and uh, it's easy to sell to the producers. Because he's, he's very tight with a good producer like something like Martin Scorsese. Uh, he's done a four or five big films in New York, you know. So I gotta write something up. I don't know how I'm gonna do that, but I gotta do it. But uh, we're still in touch, and I told him the story about that. I reminded him. He he remembered. He he couldn't stop laughing. He said, yeah. "Boy, you really." That's a well, real close call. You can, you can yeah, tell something that. told you not to go with them that night. Wow! 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 So so the. Uh, so the Powell Melvin, they had to get a new manager, obviously. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. Wow. Oh, everybody, you fucking, they all come out of the woodwork. They're coming yep. out of the woodwork. Right, you yeah, know what I'm saying, well, Tommy? Well, bit you by bit, Rudy, we're building bit that book. Bit, that's it. We're building we're that building book. Building that book. Bit you know, bit. I want to. Since we played. Uh, Otis and you know, 
boy, if that guy ever lived longer, like we talk about Jackie Wilson, I mean, James Brown obviously was the godfather of soul, but those guys, you know, he would have he, he would have had a run for his money with cats like Otis and Jackie Wilson if they had lived. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you are correct. Otis was oh, dynamite. They, those cats. Wilson, Wilson was yeah, double Wilson dynamite. Yeah, Wilson was another one. Double yeah. dynamite, Wilson. You never see anything like him. You see right. him in the believe him. Wow. Wow. Sports yeah. Still move around like, uh, like unbelievable. Yeah. You know, and I want to, when listening to that last song, A Change Is Gonna Come, I want to play a little of your favorite here, Bobby Womack, to see how they influence yeah. each other. Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Here we go. Yeah, let's do that. Wow. I want to dedicate this song to all the lovers tonight. And I expect that might be the whole world, because everybody needs something or someone to love. When it's cold outside, who are you holding? You know, if y'all don't mind, I'd like to talk about this woman of mine. She's always complaining about me never being at home. But when I'm bad, I'm broke. Tell me about the things that a girlfriend's got and what she ain't got. And she told me to go out and get them for a bus. But girl, I can't be in two places at one time. Get to think you're moaning now. Huh. Wait until tonight, girl. I'll be more.
Bobby Womack. Oh, yeah. You know, there must have been moments there, you know, and I know and I remember them, that it wasn't so much the insanity, it was the quiet. When a guy was testifying like that, and that audience was just mesmerized. Right. Hypnotized. Yeah, Bobby Womack, he was one of them. Yeah, you just... You just shut up and looked at this man's pain. <laughs> Imagine that. Wow. <clears throat> you know, um, if you think you're lonely now, just wait. <laughs> when I'm not there to rub your back. Yeah. If you think you're lonely now, try and get another man like the one you had. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, great stuff, Rudy. Great stuff. Boy, I... I I I saw that post today. There was the other day when I saw that post about James Brown and the Sugar Shack. There was about six comments, but now there's about thirty, and it, we just got a wow. whole host of names to uh, contact and get this thing going. When this thing, we haven't even let the the black community really understand what we're doing yet. When it does break, it's going to be so much excitement about this. Right. Yeah. Uh, the black. Uh, they'll be drilled. Yep. Well, it's all going to happen, Rudy. The documentary, the sizzle reel, will be here in a couple of weeks. We're going to, uh, Billy and I are going to keep working on this play, which is going to be a movie. There's no doubt, yeah. right, Billy? Yeah, absolutely. We're going to push this forward, you know, and um, I'm, 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 I'm happy to be a part of the, uh, the whole team. I really am. It's, uh, it's, it's been a, it's been a great run so far, and I've learned a lot about Boston music history through you guys. You know, you guys have been around in that era, and I'm, you know, I'm a young cat, so <laughs> I think you guys. But uh, uh, yeah, someday, Brody, up on the screen, right? there's going to be this little kid. It's going to start with this little kid in the North End. <laughs> yeah. And the story of how he got to uh, own the Sugar Shack and soul music and become the soul music. The soul music club of the world, not not of just America, but of the world, the and that's world. going to be a film. And maybe Scorsese will direct it. We don't know, but it's the kind of yeah. movie that he would love to do. Yes, we'll start it off as an independent film. We'll raise some money, and we'll uh, we'll yeah, we'll just do it, man. That's what well, we do. <laughs> when you get the scissor wheel done, I think I'll send it to my friend that. Uh, when the two guys disappeared, because he has a producer, he wanted me to give him something. I got nothing, so I just thought about okay. it. Okay. We'll send this. Okay, to I'm going to push George. I'm going to push George even more than I've been pushing him. So we'll get. We'll have that in a couple of weeks. And another yeah, thing, George. And another thing, George. If he has a, a, a connection with that pet, the BET, uh, the Black Network. Right. That's that's a big organization. They can fund anything. Exactly. Well, he's my uh, friend. My agent has an office next door to their office. Yeah, right. You were telling us. Yep. Steve Cooper, right? He's been trying to sit on them, but he hasn't had any luck. Maybe if George comes in with something, the scissor reel or something, maybe the maybe the the thing. Catch on. Yep. All right, and we wrap up. Is 
uh, two hours. Yeah, up. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna. Now again, these guys didn't didn't make it, but uh, you know, I'm gonna sign off with these guys because it's all great soul music, and uh, we'll say goodbye. I'm gonna lead out with this for a couple of minutes, and then uh, we'll see. You, well. Um, maybe we'll change the day next week. I have something to do next Thursday, but maybe when, on either side, Wednesday or Friday. Okay, Rudy? Anytime, just let me know. I will. All right, say hi to everybody in Las Vegas. Okay, you take care. Have a good one. All right, All right Rudy, thanks, take thanks, care Thanks, Billy. Now. We'll see you next From week. Boston. All right, Tommy. All right, guys. All right, take, oh. take care, guys. And thanks, for everybody, for joining us. And uh, the shows are going to get better, deeper more fascinating and next week we hear about the south end don't forget rudy (laughs) yeah hey billy thanks for calling in just to be close to you girl just for a moment well just for an hour just to be You know, I've been through so many changes in my life, girl. Oh, I've been up real high where I thought I didn't need anybody. Oh, and then again, I've been down real low where there was no one in my life that needed me. Oh, and I found that material things I... I thought had so much value. Oh, girl. Didn't really have any value at all. That I was a lonely man. A man with no direction, with no purpose. With no one to love and no one to love me for, for me. Oh, girl, then you, then you came into my life. You made my jagged edges smooth. You made my you made my direction so clear. And you, oh woman, you became my purpose, my reason for living. Girl, you see, you're my heart, you're my soul, you're my stone inspiration, baby. Oh, that's why I'm standing here singing and opening my arms to you. I wanna say, child, why don't you? Just for an hour Just to be close
Been out there searching so very long, baby. Searching to find somebody just like you. And for some folks, uh, it takes a lifetime, sugar, to find in this world a dream come true. Why don't you? Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.